often there is the tendency, for instance, Master started an organization, and the tendency is of many people to think, well, the organization is Master. But it is and it isn't. It is to the extent that it furthers this, this uh, uh, line of development. It isn't to the extent that it takes people's away, minds away from that line of development. To the extent that we, because we too represent as an organization, uh, quite uh, legitimately, the line of gurus and their teachings. But if we start thinking that the, the organization of Ananda, just like the organization of Self-Realization Fellowship, or any other organization founded by uh, our gurus, has a separate importance from that central mission, then we're really missing what they themselves uh, have tried to uh, promulgate, trying, tried to bring into the world. It reminds me of one time Peggy Dietz, who uh, Master told her to give Kriya to people if, they, if uh, she felt they were ready. And she said, but sir, what would the organization say? Because they had their own guidelines. And he looked at her, he said, whom are you following, me or the organization? He drew a distinction between the two because the organization was only one expression of what he was doing. It was not the final word. It was an important word, yes. Final word, no. He did not come to, as some people uh, in SRF have said, that he came to start a monastery. Well, that's not all he came to do. He came to bring a teaching. He br came to bring a teaching that would be for everybody. He came above all, of course, to bring Kriya Yoga. But he came also to show the underlying unity of the Bible and the Bhagavad Gita, and through that, to show the unity of all religions. Uh, I used to wonder, well, why didn't he uh, do what uh, Swami Shivananda did, what, um, what uh, Satchitananda did, what others have done also in the name of teaching the oneness of religion, may, giving quotes from many religions. And I realized that that just becomes sort of a, a museum. It's too intellectual. You look at these different displays and you finally agree, well, yeah, I guess they said the same thing and I guess he said the same thing. And it's all on this level. What you really need is to get beyond this level into a realization that there's an underlying truth. When you get to that, it doesn't really matter whether Lao Tse said it or Buddha said it or uh, anyone else said it. It's, it's the truth. It's convincing enough when you see that two of the greatest scriptures both said this. From there, you can easily understand that the message is that uh, the truth is inside, not outside. Master said that the religion of the future will be self-realization. He did not mean Self-Realization Fellowship Church Incorporated. He meant the principle of self-realization. I said that once. And uh, I was answered, that's your opinion. Well, I really can't understand or believe or accept that there can be another opinion on that. He did not talk organization. He talked non-sectarian truths. And that, I think, is Ananda's particular role because there's so often been a tendency to think in terms of uh, just the organization as master's body, you might say, just as the... Uh, Christians say that the church is Christ's body. 
I said to the local bishop here, I'm a Christian. He said, no, you're not. I said, well, it's for me to decide if I'm a Christian or not. He said, no, it isn't. I said, well, you tell me what you think a Christian is. He said, well, a Christian is somebody who uh, accepts Jesus Christ as his only Savior and goes to confession and goes to Mass. Well, I go to Mass because I go inwardly into communion with God. To me, that's Mass. Inner communion is what communion is really all about. And I go to confession because I offer myself openly to God and say, here I am. I'm not trying to hide anything, and you show me what you want. But I remember I was in a church school, and uh, it was an Episcopalian uh, school. I, it was run by monks, though, in the Episcopalian church. And they had confession, and I think probably most of the boys went to confession. I never went. I never felt that I, I wanted to open my heart to these people because I didn't feel that they had the wisdom to help me. And perhaps I was a little exaggerated in that way. When I was five years old, uh, we were living, as you know, in Romania. And uh, my mother didn't want to send me to a Romanian school because, after all, I was an American. So she tried home study. Well, I, I'm sure all you mothers and fathers will uh, relate to this story, not on my side of the fence, but on my poor mother's side of the fence, because she said something to me quite simple, like, C-A-T is cat, and I looked at her coldly at five years old, and I said, and how do you know? You're not a teacher, you're just a mother. And uh, um, I don't think that uh, you would like if your child said that to you, uh, but it does show something apart from arrogance in my idea that I wanted truth from somebody who I felt knew, who I felt was an expert. And I never felt that those monks could tell me anything because I didn't see that they had anything. And it's like that story of the man in boot camp who was sort of wandering around picking up papers off the ground and looking at them and saying, this isn't it. And he'd pick up another paper, this isn't it. Finally they thought, well, this guy's got to go see the the psychiatrist. So they had him go and see the psychiatrist, this, and this man was picking up people, uh, papers off the desk and putting him down. This isn't it. This isn't it. And that's all he'd say. So the psychiatrist recommended him very highly for a, a medical discharge. And he went to the officer, and as soon as the officer gave him his medical discharge, he looked at it, he said, this is it, and he ran out. <laughs> well, the, the, uh, when we get the right paper, we recognize it. And so, although I would never really accept anybody as whom I wanted to follow, the first words I addressed to Master were, I want to be your disciple. And sometimes Daniel Boone and other people, uh, for those who don't know the path, that name Daniel Boone may seem rather exaggerated, but I assure you it was in fact his name. He was one of the monks there. And uh, um, he would tell me some pretty fanciful theories, and I always would ask him, did Master say that? And if he didn't, then I wouldn't accept it, because it didn't make any sense. But if he said, yes, Master said that, I would accept it, even if it didn't make any sense, because I assumed that it would make sense sooner or later.